Welcome back, everyone. When Geeks Collide, it's your boy, Steve Brown. How are you doing, you crazy cats and kittens? Me? I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I just finished work. It's the day after Thanksgiving here in Canada. Uh, to all my Canadian friends and listeners, I wanna, I wish you all had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, myself, it was just a weekend, very quiet, and... It's my kind of weekend. I also started kind of rearranging uh, my my action figures, um, like my collection. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in a bit. Uh, also, uh, I want to talk about for SunsetCrypt.com. Uh, we were at it again. We filmed another short film. Uh, I'm not going to do too many details on it. I just want to talk about the experience, which is always a great time hanging out with my friends. Like, honestly, I was with some of my best friends I've ever known. And we filmed that. We filmed again. It was a great time. We always have fun. We're going to talk about that. And, uh, just, I guess, talk about what else pops into, uh, into the old noggin. You know, I'm currently driving home from work. Uh, normally, I finish work and I'm kind of miserable, but I am in a good mood. I'm in a very good mood. Uh, I don't know why. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to, you know, we're going to talk. I'm going to drive. I'm going to talk to you guys. I'm going to talk to you guys about action figures. I'm going to talk to you guys about movies. And I'm going to talk to you guys about comic books because I've been sitting on the fence lately about subscribing to... Marvel Unlimited. Um, first off, anybody listening, have you listened to? Oh, sorry, have you subscribed to Marvel Unlimited? Uh, if so, leave a comment and you know, let me know because uh, I want to know. I want to know if you listened. I want to know if you did listen. Um, if you listen, if you subscribe, and how do you feel about it? Honestly, I can go for the. Uh, you know, the one-week trial, I think it's seven-day free trial, I might do that. Part of the reason what it's intrigued me of this, I'm not going to lie, it's if you get a whole year subscription, you get an exclusive Marvel Legend, which is pretty cool. Now, the past years, which I've been on the fence about doing this, and I didn't, the past few years, the figure's been pretty badass. And, you know, I never pulled the trigger. Last year... The figure was, what was the figure? Oh, it was um, Terror Inc., a pink Deadpool, which is kind of cool. But I didn't pull the trigger because I was just like, uh, you know, okay, Terror Inc. But the year before was uh, a Venomized Punisher. How cool is that? And then we've also, there's been a uh, Tony Stark figure. There's been Rescue... There's been um, a variant, Captain Marvel, and there was Rocket Raccoon. Pretty cool. This year, if you do it, it is uh, Miss Marvel, uh, the current Miss Marvel, but she's wearing a Spider-Man outfit. It's pretty cool, you know? I don't know too much about the character, but I think the figure itself is pretty cool. I might actually buy uh, two subscriptions. No, I'm kidding. But, yeah, no, so... Uh, I'll give it the, the trial, but if you're listening and you've, and you've subscribed to it, is it good? Uh, some people have told me that they have everything, even the Star Wars comics, which I really don't care about, to be honest, but I'd love to read, like, a full run of X-Men, like, read a Uncanny X-Men, like, starting in the 60s, going to, like, Going up to, I guess, when I stopped reading, which why I'd say it would probably be 1996-ish, is when I kind of got out of comics for a little bit. Still love superheroes, but the like, actual comic buying of Marvel stuff. Like, I've always kind of bought Superman and Batman comics. I have a few G.I. Joe comics. But, uh, yeah. So, should I'm, I'm, you know what, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This time, next week, when I come on with a new episode, I'm going to be talking about my free trial subscription. Now, uh, 
where do I go from here, huh? Maybe I'll talk about my rearranging of my collection. Um, first and foremost, I love Marvel Legends. They're my thing, you know. Uh, I would never say that I was really a Marvel zombie. I was always kind of a DC guy. I think I've actually become a Marvel Marvel zombie, guys. Uh, betrayed. I betrayed uh, Batman. But yeah, no, I just... It's, I think it's because I was collecting DC Multiverse figures when I wasn't really collecting Marvel Legends. I, it was, like, strictly DC Multiverse. And those became so hard to get. They, like, the distribution on them was awful. There were waves we didn't even get here in Canada. And that's the thing about being a Canadian collector. Like, I found for a while, like, whatever Marvel Legend waves Walmart got, Toys R Us wouldn't get. Isn't that weird? You know? I don't know. But I know uh, DC Multiverse, the the figure, it's like they became, like you said, uh, the distribution was awful. And I gravitated more to Marvel Legends. It's easy to do something like that when your friends, i.e. My, my good friend Julian, uh, you guys know who he is, uh, he collected Marvel Legends, and me and him would discuss them, and I started buying them, like, you know, and, uh, to me, action figure collecting is a great way, like, I, I've dealt with depression, and buying figures helps me, and I got into Marvel Legends right at a dark time in my life, because I bought a lot, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, forget about that, we're not, we're not, I'm not here to bring it down, we're gonna keep the mood up, we're gonna keep the, uh, happiness levels at a 10, if not an 11, um, so I'm rearranging my collection, reasonings for doing this is because I want to display not just my Marvel Legends, now Marvel Legends are going to dominate a good, healthy majority of said collection. But, I want to throw some of my Funkos there. I want to display, like, I bought a bunch of these DC Multiverse figures by McFarlane. Let's crack them open. You know, I got, like, a wicked Danny DeVito Penguin Multiverse finger, finger, figure. Let's let him breathe. I got the Heath Ledger, Ledger Joker. Let's let him breathe. Let's get these figures out. Put them on display, so when people come in, they go, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I like your X-Men. Oh, look at the Batman ones. Oh, is that Star Wars? And do they actually, yes, it is. But, uh, yeah, I just want to get bits of everything. Um, so, what I've been doing is, I've been going through my Marvel Legends. I've been begging the ones that I'm just, I'm comfortable with, you know, not displaying at the moment. And... I've been doing that, and then also I'm doing a checklist. I'm writing down how many I have. Uh, last, I was at 94, and I'm not even halfway through. I'm at 94, and all I've done is the Spider-Man and Avengers-related figures. Uh, yeah, there are still quite a number of... Uh, I have to go through. I have all the MCU, MCU figures. I have to uh, go through. <coughs> and I also have the uh, X-Men figures. Which make up a good, healthy chunk of my Marvel Legends collection. Uh, yeah. So, I'm kind of just doing that. Uh, to see how many, my exact number of what I have... And to kind of keep track of what I have, uh, I'm also going to, like, indicate on the list which ones have, like, I have uh, in uh, storage and which ones are displayed. Uh, I don't know why. I'm doing this all by hand. I don't... I have this thing for 
keeping notebooks and just writing nonsense down in them. So I have a notebook, and I'm writing the nonsense down of my Marvel Legend collection. Um, I also have been debating starting to unload some of my DC Multiverse figures from Mattel. Um, they haven't been displayed at all. Uh, you know, I think I might keep a few of them, some of the movie ones, uh, the Suicide Squad ones, I'll keep the Batmans, a couple of the Supermans, you know, but there's others I just, I don't know, like, I kind of like my good buddy P.P. Smalls, when Marvel Legends went from Toy Biz to Hasbro, he was out. He was collecting them like mad, and he was out as soon as that happened, and I think I've talked about before, and going from Mattel to uh, McFarlane, it's a bit of a culture shock, sorry, I had to take a drink there, uh, the McFarlane ones, I, I think I said this recently, at first I wasn't completely sold on them, but now they keep getting better. And I'm, I'm finding myself, like, here's the thing, like, DC Multiverse, Mattel, Wonder Woman, I don't need that, because I just got the McFarlane Wonder Woman. They all come with stands, you know what, I've, I made the decision, I'm going to be selling them, so look on Facebook <laughs> to see me selling my DC Multiverse collection, because there's no toy shows anymore for Undercutter's collectibles to go and uh, dominate at, so I'm going to have to hit up the Facebook Marketplace, man, I apologize, my throat is dry, and I needed to take another swig of my water, so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of purging my collection, um, even the Marvel Legends, I was like, maybe I should get through, rid of some of these. And then I look at them, I'm like, oh, well, you know. Like, I have the the uh, Brotherhood, uh, like the Magneto, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver 3-pack. And then I have the Scarlet Witch from the All-Father Build-A-Figure Wave. And the comparisons, you know, it's like apples and oranges. But I'm keeping both. I don't know why. But I'm keeping both. I totally should not. The one, the X-Men one, I call it the X-Men one because it came in that three-pack. It's a lot better. So, I don't know. Watch out. Maybe I'll sell it. You know what? I've actually sold some of my Marvel Legends before because I got better ones. I'm doing air quotes. Uh, one of them was the Thor from the All-Father Wave. God, I regret selling that, because that was a badass figure. Uh, who else? And I sold uh, Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy uh, number one, the, the first movie. I just, when part two came out, I thought the, the, the Star-Lord head sculpt was way better. So I got rid of the other one, and now I kind of regret it, because... It was a cool figure. So, yeah. So, I probably won't uh, get rid of it. Actually, I do have uh, the Sandman from the uh, Raft San Diego Comic-Con pack. And I bought him from a convention because I never thought I'd complete the Sandman Build-A-Figure. Uh which I was wrong, because I have since completed the Sandman Build-A-Figure, and, uh, yeah. So, if anyone wants a brown Sandman figure, hit me up. Maybe we'll do a trade. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Uh, so yeah, so, on Instagram, I, on Wingeekslide, I'll post some pictures of, uh, some... Uh, progress photos of the collection per uh, purging and you know adding of other um, what what's the word I need 
topics. <coughs> what is it? Topics. Uh, just other properties, I guess. Other properties I'm into, which I've talked about a lot. Uh, I, I've watched a lot of videos this weekend about people bashing Hasbro. Uh, namely, and I'm not, I'm not doing a kind of attack on him because I really like the channel, but Retro Blasting, he's got a real big issue with the crowdfunding uh, aspect of um, HasLab. And, uh, you know, he's not, he's not really a big fan of it. He's, he feels that if they want to make something, they should just make it. And... Uh, you know, I see, I see where he's coming from, and at the same time, I, you know, I maybe am I a Hasbro? Uh, everything I collect is pretty much Hasbro. Like even the wrestler, the wrestling figures that I kind of focus on collecting are WWF Hasbros from when I was a kid, from like '89 to like '95. Like I love those figures, and. Uh, Marvel Legends, Power Rangers Lightning Collection, Star Wars Black Series, they're all Hasbro items. You know, like the Ghostbusters Plasma Collection, that's Hasbro. G.I. Joe Classifieds, that's Hasbro. And those are the things I collect. So, am I a Hasbro? I did back the Sentinel, but it wasn't because I wanted it to get backed. It was already backed. I want a Sentinel. And so I bought one. I don't think the price is, you know, <clears throat> completely, you know, bonkers. Because, to me, it's like, a, it's a specialty item. Uh, it's going to be huge. And it comes with two figures. Like, I'm always down with adding two figures to the collection. And, you know, I'm not, honestly, if I had the means, I would totally back the Razor Crest. But I can't because one, I'm not a star, really a Star Wars um, vintage collector. You know the the three and three quarter inch. I buy them, so like I have all the characters from the Mandalorian that came out, and I buy the ones I like. You know, uh, but I don't open them. They're they're not they're not loose. They're they're in the package. Uh, Black Series, I open, you know, again, the Razor Crest, it's, it's badass, you know, it's, it could even be a bit of an investment, because you could buy that and probably flip it for double, if not more, but, yeah, it's cool, like, the barge, man, if I had the money, I would have backed the barge, that, that just would have been something cool just to have displayed, but, the Sentinel, I know, no matter what, I love Marvel Legends, and I love X-Men. And the Sentinel, when I was a kid, I always wanted a Sentinel. Always. That was, like, my goal. Sentinel. And, like, I don't know if I've told the story before, but when I was a kid, the Christmas of 1994, I got, for Christmas, uh, a good number of X-Men figures, and I got the Blackbird Jet. Which is so funny, like, I think about the Blackbird jet, and think about how awesome it was, and then, like, I saw it not too long ago, and I was like, man, this is so small. Holy smokes. But, anyways, I digress. With, I don't know if you guys remember, but whenever there was, like, a, like, a playset, or something... Toy Biz would make, like, I remember for Spider-Man, the Daily Bugle came, it came with it, comes with a little, a little, uh, catalog of stuff coming out soon, and the Blackbird had, I had the catalog for the Blackbird, I'm going through it, and I'm like, wow, look at these figures, oh, this looks great, blah, blah, and then I see the Sentinel, and it says, um, February, coming in February, so, yes, it's Christmas Day. It's actually Christmas night. 
we just got home from dinner at my grandparents, and I'm literally sitting on the couch, looking at this catalog, I got my toys there, kind of like playing, and kind of like talking, and I look at, I look at my mom, and I say, oh, I really want this for my birthday, not because I was being greedy, I wanted it because it said it came out in February, and my birthday was in February. My brother is like, oh my god, you're so selfish. You just got all these toys, and you're already wanting more. I'm like, I, I, I remember as a kid, like, stuttering and being like, no, no, it's just, like, just trying to tell them, it says February, like, I wasn't even thinking like that. It's like, oh, it comes out in February, that's when my birthday is, that's cool. So, <laughs> long story short, I never had the balls to actually ask for the Sentinel, and I always wanted one, because, you know, you think of X-Men, you think of, like, when you think of villains, I don't know, when I think of villains, I think of Magneto, I think of the Brotherhood, I think of Mr. Sinister, Apocalypse, and I think of those damn Sentinels, and... I just think it, it's cool, and I always kind of wanted one. And, you know, we're getting a, a to-scale Sentinel. And, guys, it's just the start. We're probably going to get a Galactus. I don't even know. Hasbro wants my money. That's all I know. Hasbro wants my money. And they get it. Because I backed the Sentinel. And I can't wait for the Sentinel. Just like I ordered the Hellfire Club box set. Because that's what I wanted. I ordered a Hydra Soldier and got it sent to uh, a, pick, a P.O. box in um, the States. Uh, just just across the border. Uh, for, you know, it, it you cut down on the shipping. And then you go and you pay. And it's like eight bucks. And you pick it up. So you're saving so much more on the shipping. And then you're just paying a fee to this mailbox place. And I ordered the Hydra Soldier. Because it was cheaper. Like, it works out with the exchange rate. It works out being cheaper than buying a Marvel Legend here. So I ordered it. And then the borders closed because of COVID-19. And, sorry, I'm a little stuffed up. I allergies, and I am getting a head cold, I believe. So, if I'm sniffling, I apologize. Uh, but, yeah, the borders closed, and I wasn't able to get it. And then I'm literally sitting at work today. I go on the Hasbro Pulse site just to look at my order history. And it's got, it says, uh... Hellfire Club, unfulfilled. Sentinel, unfulfilled. Hydra Soldier, fulfilled. And I'm like, oh my god. So I, I call this place, and I'm just like, hey, do you have my package? And they're like, yep, we got it. So now i got to find a way to get it. Uh, so that's going to be a fun mission, because the borders are still closed. Um... I don't know where I'm going. Oh yeah, I'm a has I'm a Hasbro. Like I'm like honestly looking and I'm like, man, I really want to buy some Hellfire Club goons, and I want to I want some more Hydra soldiers and I want a few AIM soldiers because I really want an army build for figure photography. And then I go on extreme sets and I look at those and they're so awesome and I want to order them. It's like I, I just haven't pulled that trigger yet, and I got it though because I'm I. This is this is like the deepest like nerd, <laughs> geekery like tunnel I'm ever gonna go down, but I love taking pictures of action figures. It is so fun playing with them, posing them, and taking pictures. Uh, you know, which myself and my good friend Julian, you might know him as Ethan Page. Multiverse Legends on Instagram. That's our figure photography page. Please check it out. Uh, 
but I, I just love doing that. And I've just been thinking of ways to make better photos because I want to do a Hasbro toy pick and I want it to get featured. Uh, so yeah. So long story short, I'm a Hasbro. I got this Sentinel coming. I can't wait. I got the Hellfire Club coming. I can't freaking wait. And I, I'm rearranging my collection, which I will give an update. Oh, you know what? Like I said, just watch uh, the Instagram, Wed Geeks Glide Instagram. I'm going to be posting pictures of the progress. So, you know, where I'm at now. Like, when I get home, I'll take pictures. Like, there's figures just laying there. I got a uh, plastic Ziploc bags I bought so I could put the figs in. And, uh, yeah, it's what I've been doing. Uh, but what I think I'm going to do right now is I'm going to take a quick break. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll play a song right now. I don't know which song. What should we play? I don't know. Let's do a little quick music break. And when I come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk about some... I'm trying to say Hasbro reveals. There's a couple Hasbro reveals last week. Uh, we'll come back. We'll chat about that. And then we will talk about uh, some of the, uh, the the projects I'm working on uh, with Sunset Crypt. And uh, I, you know what? I want to talk about the NSWI pay-per-view that we are attempting. And, man, this is probably going to be... <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Guys, Steve, when geeks collide, we'll be right back. We're going to listen to some some music, and we're going to be right back.
Hey everyone, what's up? This is Jeff Smith here, aka Kyle Davenport, or formerly Kyle Davenport, uh, and uh, I hope you're enjoying this episode of When Geeks Collide with Steve. And you know, you just gotta think, it's not just toys. Geek and fandom is comic books, movies, uh, you know, television, music, and if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at kdavjeff, uh, you'll know that I cover a lot of background. And this morning is a perfect example. So that's why I just wanted to share this little audio segment for this episode as a little sub-adventure of my fandom. And that is that after The Walking Dead, uh, which just aired its long-awaited season 10 finale this past weekend, I don't know when this episode is airing, I had that little bit of Walking Dead bug. And uh, The Walking Dead magazine, which had its last issue three years ago this fall, uh, I looked in it. And there I saw a mention of a season four version of the Blu-ray that was a Target exclusive. What's so special about this Target exclusive Blu-ray, you ask? Well, a key factor of my Walking Dead fandom that got me into the series is the family dynamic and the characters. And Rick and Carl. And Carl became a very major character. And... Uh, three years ago in season eight, that that was a real rough one. And uh, I know it was just a show, but uh, of course things going on in uh, real life with uh, family and all that, it's uh, losing a character that you just grew to really respect and admire. Uh, you know, you could almost relate as a younger self and just having a strong dad as a leader. Uh, there's a lot to like about that character. So anyway, in a bit to keep you posted. Back to you, Steve. And there you have it, guys. Hero by Nickelback's Chad Kroger. What? With Josie Scott from Saliva? Oh, man. And that's a hell of a segue into a little piece of news that I wanted to talk about. And that's carrying over from, I believe, last week when I talked about Jamie Foxx coming back to play Electro. Apparently, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield have been in talks to be in the next Spider-Man movie. Are you kidding me? They're going to do Spider-Verse? Didn't I say that they wouldn't do that? Man, do I look like a schmuck. Uh, I don't know for sure. It's all rumors right now. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen if it's true, but I'm intrigued. I really am intrigued because I didn't hate Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Hell, I didn't hate Andrew Garfield, Garfield as Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, that costume looks amazing. Like, literally, like... Translate it right off the comic. Well, pretty close to the comic book. But, um... Too bad the movie's trash. Uh... You know, like, how is it that in these movies they've never been able to get the Green Goblin right? It's just a rubber mask. Like, come on, man. What's going on? You know, Willem Dafoe looked like a Power Ranger. The other guy in Amazing Spider-Man 2 looked... I don't even know what he looked like. And then we had, what was it, the Goblin 2, New Goblin, and Spider-Man 3? He looked like a paintballer? Like, why are they so afraid to be campy? Or, and it's not even campy, like, to be comic accurate. Just do it. I never understood. Like, it's like talking about comic accurate. Like, the end of X-Men Apocalypse ends with them all pretty much wearing their uniforms from the comic. Or, like, you know, inspired by. They look the best, to me, any of these have ever looked. And then, the next movie, they just have these random fucking costumes. Pardon my French. You know? I don't get it. That's why MCU is awesome. Because they get it. You know? Hey. Hey. Whatever, though. Whatever. Because this has potential of being pretty freaking cool. And uh, they've never really talked about, like, the Morbius movie, like, w 
why Adrian Toomes is in it, and if it's connected. Like, I don't know what's going on. They need to do something. They need to just flat out explain to us what is going on. Anyways, we will stay on this story as more uh, news comes out. Uh, also, I someone told me something today that Disney is going to be focusing on their streaming stuff going forward. Okay. I guess all the, you know, that $2 billion they made, uh, with that last Avengers movie, they don't, they don't, they don't want a piece of that money anymore. They don't want none of that pie. So, whatever. I'm gonna move on. I want to talk about the Hasbro, they revealed last Monday, Marvel Monday, uh, yeah, we're getting a retro carded black cat figure, and it looks great. Way better than the black cat figure that was in the, I believe it was the Ultimate Green Goblin Build-A-Figure, which was kind of like, wasn't that wave kind of, it had like Amazing Spider-Man 2 people in it, it had Electro and it had Spider-Man, anyways, we don't care about that. But this uh, black cat looks awesome. And my rule of retros, if it is a figure and I don't have it already, I have to get two. One to keep in card and eventually will be on my wall. And the other, you got to open. You got to let it breathe. You got to put it with the other boys and girls on the, on the shelf. So we'll see about that. Also, uh, the, the Marvel, um, the, like Marvel's Hasbro team, uh, did interviews with, like, all the, like, main, you know, Marvel Legend reviewers on, online, they did it with Shardimus, um, what was it, uh, Toy Bro, Toy Shiz, you know, all of them, and, uh, I like watching them, because all of them, some questions get repeated, but all of them mostly ask different stuff. Uh, and I just, I find it very interesting. I also like to watch to see, like, what kind of hints they they give us, you know? Uh, I don't know. It's just, like, they keep saying that 2020 is not over. Like, they just announce a bunch of stuff. And they're already announcing stuff for 2021. I have a feeling we're going to get a wave to drop, like, in December, that, you know, just like that, that Fantastic Four wave last year, you know, it was supposed to be for, uh, 2020, and it came out 2019, and, uh, yeah, again, that wave, that Doctor Doom figure, the best, and he wasn't hard to find, like, I was finding him everywhere, uh, I actually found him on my birthday. The last time I actually entered the United States of America uh, for my birthday, my my girlfriend got me, um, well, it was actually a Christmas gift, but it was Kiss tickets. And Kiss, I don't know if you've noticed or I've ever said, they are my favorite band of all time. I grew up a huge Kiss fan. Of course I did. They're like superheroes. They're awesome. Um, I, I I grew up loving Kiss. Uh, I had mentioned to her one time that my dream would be to see Kiss live. I thought because they were pretty much done um, touring in Canada with their farewell tour. So I was thought that would never happen, and then I was uh, was surprised. And then when we got there, the tickets, our tickets were upgraded. Uh, so great, great stuff. It was such a good night. But beforehand, we had stopped at a couple targets, and I found Doctor Doom, and I was so excited. It also was a snowstorm that night when we came. We came out of the show. I. I'm pretty sure I was wearing shorts, too, like an idiot, because I'm always wearing shorts, but there was no snow on the ground, so I'm like, yeah, I'll wear shorts, and then, yeah, it's, it was snowing a lot, 
and the snow was hitting my legs. It was, it was a great experience. I'll never forget it, and honestly, it was awesome. And uh, that reminds me, we're going to close this episode out with a Kiss song. I don't know which one, but we're going to play one. Anyways, uh, uh, that uh, just talking to uh, people, talking to the Hasbro Marvel Legends team, um, I think they let it slip that there's going to be like a whole retro... Fantastic Four wave, not just that Doctor Doom, which is kind of obvious, because you wouldn't just make one figure on that kick-ass uh, retro card, but I thought of something that if I was able, ever able to ask them, that I would bring up would be the Ghost Rider figures, because I was like, I've talked about it so many times on Wengi's Collide, in any iteration of this show, if you listen to it, and Toy Biz Toys have come up, I guarantee I've talked about there was a time when you would go to a toy store, so like Toys R Us, and it'd be an entire aisle, long aisle, of superhero figures. It would be like Batman and whatever DC stuff was out, and then you would hit X-Men, Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, you know, Generation X came out for the X-Men figures, X-Men 2099 figures, it was a glorious time to be alive, and that's how I feel now when you go and you look at Marvel Legends, and I go and I see, even if it's stuff like I already have, I love looking at the figures and being like, holy shit, like, look at this, like, look at these X-Men figures, we got Age of Apocalypse figures. We got movie versions of guys. We have a movie Venom. We have Fox X-Men figures. Like, I'm I'm getting that feeling again of when I was a kid. And I would love for them to make some retro Ghost Rider figures. That would be so badass. Just honestly, make, you know, what's his name? Danny Ketch? I think his name was. Make him make Johnny Blaze, but, like, Blaze from, like, the 90s, like, trench coat, you already got the trench coat, trench coat, sunglasses, stuff like that, man, this is the things we need, and I'm pretty sure that's what we're gonna get, I think we will get retro-carded, um, Ghost Rider figures, which I'm totally game for, and I know we're gonna get retro-carded Iron Man, and, Fantastic Four, of course they're going to do it, because they're going to reissue that Thing figure again, because everybody loved it. That Thing, I'm going off on a tangent, but that Thing Marvel Legends figure is definitely in my top ten list every day of the week. Like, I can I can give two craps about the rest of the Fantastic Four. You know, uh, I hate, I'm honestly, I don't like the... Uh, Human Torch, I'd love to get a redo Human Torch. The Reed Richards, he's fine. The Sue, she's fine. Ben Grimm is amazing. The hardest figure ever for me to track down. Uh, man, there was a bunch of figures last year that I was trying to get my hands on, and I did. I got The Thing, and I got Yondu. They were top on my list. And, you know... Right now, I'm trying to think if there's anything really, like, to me, like a personal holy grail right now. Uh, and I can't think of anything because I'm so, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, obsessive, impulsive about collecting. Like, I, I have so many Build-A-Figures. I never thought... I remember there was a time I never thought I was ever going to be able to complete a Build-A-Figure. And then I completed my first Build-A-Figure, the All-Father Wave, and that Odin was the first one, and I was, you know, I think it was a bit before I did another one, but 
I've been going pretty strong since uh, since the summer of 2017. I must say, like uh, the Ragnarok wave, I completed the Hulk, uh, both of the Guardians of the Galaxy waves from that year. Oh no, I did not. I did not build Titus, but I did build Mantis, and I did build um, the Black Panther one and the vulture wings I'm not even going to get into that I don't know why I got into this Marvel Legends uh, tangent uh, man I should just change this to the Marvel Legends podcast eh? because that's all I seem to talk about it's because I love them but you know what guys I'm going to move on and uh, I'm going to talk about uh, on November 1st uh, jeez, it's, uh, like, a mu- November 1st would be 29 days from the NSW 18th anniversary. Uh, man, I should have waited for that. Anywho, um, November 1st, uh, we are going to be doing, uh, iPay-Per-View. Uh... It, it was brought to my attention that doing something like that was indeed a possibility. And with, you know, COVID pandemic, we're still, we're still in it. And we want to bring a rest. We want to do a wrestling show. We did, we did the two outdoor shows. We did the driving style. Then we did an outdoor show and that's fine. But restrictions have tightened a little bit more. And I feel you know, what I like to do, what my goal is, is to just do a show, put on a great show, because honestly, I'm not saying this because this is my company, but if you have never heard of New School Wrestling, look us up. We, there's some stuff that I'm so proud of, uh, and I've just recently had this epiphany about just doing things differently. Like, we do the overloads, and sometimes we film from an undisclosed location, and it's a one-camera shoot. And it's fine. It gets the job done. But what I want to do is, even when we're going from an undisclosed location, multi-camera shoots make it look great. Because, honestly, this is the time that we can create content. Everybody who, in wrestling, you know, podcasting, whatever, like... This is the time. There are people... People aren't able to do things they were. Like, going to a wrestling show... You know how many people can't just go to a wrestling show anymore? That want to go to a wrestling show? So, we're going to bring the wrestling show to the people. We're going to bring the show so you can sit in the comfort of your own home. And you can watch it. Just like you would watch a pay-per-view. Just like you would watch Monday Night Raw. Or whatever. But this is a way to help support... Like... I'm not talking about supporting me. I'm talking about supporting the wrestlers that, you know, a lot of wrestlers, even myself, I'm going to say, losing the constant bookings, there's a lot of guys that honestly don't get me started that are part-time wrestlers, honestly. They wrestle once, twice a month. But when you're doing it on a fairly regular basis, which I was, I don't think there were too many weekends I didn't have anything going on. That... Um, loss of income, you know, I've noticed it greatly, like, it's affected me, and it's affected guys that I'm sure, you know, I'm not tuning my horn, my horn, patting myself on the back, saying, I've been doing this so long, and I get paid so well, I don't get paid like a fucking superstar, but I, I do get paid very well, I've been around for a long time, I have garnered some sort of respect. I believe the promoters know if they book me that I'm going to work hard, I'm going to have a good time, and their fans are going to have a good time watching me, and I'm not going to completely stink up the joint. Uh, but there's a lot of guys that, you know what, they aren't at my level, and I'm not even at like a super high level. There's guys starting out, but those constant bookings were probably helping them. Some of them, you know, can't work. Some of them are laid off from work. It's just a way 
to get guys uh, out there, seen, a chance to promote their themselves, promote their t-shirt store, promote whatever they're working on, uh, you know, and a chance to give them a, a little bit of money. Because, you know, that's what wrestling's about. We're not here, I love wrestling, but, you know what, I love money. I love getting paid to wrestle, and then using that money to pay bills or buy toys or whatever. Uh, you know, guys, we're just going to put on a great show for you, and I hope I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we're still a, a while out. We got like three weeks away. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Uh, stay tuned. Lots of matches. We already announced the match. Uh, Mark Wheeler will be defending his internet championship, uh, NSW internet championship, against uh, Von Vertigo, who, you know, took it to Alessandro Del Bruno last show. Uh, in a match that, when it is on uh, independentwrestling.tv, you guys are not going to want to miss. It was fantastic, I believe. One of the best uh, NSW championship matches of all times. And, uh, yeah. So, November 1st, uh, we present Next Level. Stay tuned. There's going to be lots more info. There's probably going to be a commercial even on this uh, podcast eventually. But, uh, yeah, guys. Just check it out. Check us out. NSW on... We're on... We're on the, uh, you know, what do you call it? The, uh, the YouTube, NSW, YouTube.com slash New School Wrestling. Uh, we are on Facebook, Facebook.com slash NSW is back. Twitter, NSW is back. Instagram, Wrestling New School. Watch for us. There's going to be lots of updates, lots more matches to be announced. And, uh, yeah, just going to, you know, have a good time put on a good show, if not great show for everyone, and, uh, yeah, but, uh, I'm gonna take a second right now, we're gonna hear some words from sunsetcrypt.com, I'm gonna come back, we are gonna talk about, uh, the little project we're working on, and, uh, not too many spoilers, but I just wanna talk about it, and, uh, yeah, Steve, Wengeeks Clyde, be right back. Do you like horror, sci-fi, superheroes, comics, and adventure? SunsetCrypt.com has you covered. With reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. And here we go for round two. How did I do on my Walking Dead Season 4 Steelbook adventure? I gotta say, it's 11.07. I just got on the highway back. Now, 20, uh, 27 minutes uh, to get back to Niagara Falls is a bit of a stretch. I can probably earn myself an extra five minutes. But I did it. I got there. And I am very impressed. Where did I find this treasure, you ask? Well, the beat goes on. Just one of the hidden gems of stores available in Ontario that if you hit it at the right time, you can find some decent stock. And the fact that I lucked out within a matter of one hour from learning about this steelbook with the Carl cover to obtaining it, that's pretty damn good. You know, I gotta say, I appreciate... I still watch The Walking Dead. Uh, you know, that season 8, I haven't rewatched. I own two versions of it on Blu-ray. There's a special feature, Car uh, The Legacy of Carl, which I haven't watched. just can't bring myself to watch it yet. And it, it seems way more big a deal, you know, than it really is. But, uh, I will eventually. But I'm happy to get this, you know. I really thought I, I had everything. And the limited edition... Uh, McFarlane Tree Walker uh, set is what I did have. In fact, I got it on the uh, Toy Boy documentary. If you've all seen that, visit sunsetcrypt.com, which it was recently reposted. 
but uh, I'm very happy to get this. I, I think that's pretty impressive. That helps make the day. You know, it's those little things even in 2020 that you just spontaneously uh, do to keep the positives up. And I'm really happy. And this is going in my in my collection. And you know, the the character was great. Uh, Chandler's great. I've met Chandler about three times. His mom and dad, William, Gina, great people, very smart. And Steve, take us home on this episode. Oh my goodness gracious, sunsetcrypt.com. Guys, if you're listening and you haven't checked it out, please, I invite you to check it out. That's where you can link to this very podcast, to Go Figure, to From the Page to the Screen, to Wrestling With Myself, to any of the videos I post, any of the videos Sunset Crypt has posted. And uh, right now, I want to talk about the latest film project we did, we just filmed it over the weekend. I don't honestly want to spoil anything. I just want to talk about how much fun it was. And I've already seen some of the rough cut. I think it's the best thing we've done so far. Uh, it's very good. It's just a great time when all of us get together. And the thing I'm liking the most is Logan Savage, the godfather of When Geeks Collide... Or the grandfather, the old fart. Anyways, Logan Savage jumped in on the first movie we did, Little Lamb. If you haven't seen it, go look up Sunset Crypt on YouTube. Little Lamb, it's a short horror film. We filmed it in like four or five hours. A lot of fun. Super freezing cold night. You gotta check it out. But he jumped in with that. And we made, as you know, on When Geeks Collide, on the YouTube page, we made uh, a Daredevil fan film quite a number of years ago. Myself, Logan Savage, uh, Julian, also known as Ethan Page, some of Logan Savage's friends, uh, you know, uh, Vander Cruz, Josh Vander Cruz, we all, like, did this movie, um... Man Without Fear, Daredevil fan film. It was a great experience. I played the Kingpin better than uh, better than the guy from the Netflix show. I'll tell you that much. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun, and we've got we got a good response. And we hadn't really done anything else since then. And then with Sunset Crypt, well, just myself and um, Hacker, uh, Antihero SOS, Scotty. Kurt, whatever we're going to call him, uh, you know, used to talk about doing a movie, and then Logan Savage got in doing a movie, and Mellow's not doing anything with his life right now. Just Mellow Comedy. He's retired, filming a movie. like, And it was a great experience. It was rewarding. Then we filmed another one that's not out yet. It will be soon. And then we did a third one. So we have literally two in the can, pretty much, as they would say. Um... And it just, it's motivated us to do more. And like I said, like lately, I've been just, me personally, I feel like I have constantly uh, a mouse on a, on, a, on a wheel in my brain. Uh, and I'm literally just constantly, I'm personally, me coming up with creative things that, you know, I, we haven't even filmed a movie that was my idea. And that's not a knock. Because these guys have had good ideas. So pretty much. Um, the way I look at it. Is that we've done three. And you know. Uh, Mello pretty much directed the first one. We all had a hand in everything. But Mello was the director. Little Lamb. And uh, the one we have coming out. I don't even want to drop the title. Because I don't know if I can. Uh that we did in the summer, uh, it's pretty much like Logan Savage's brainchild. It's, and he was, and Logan Savage was the director of Man Without Fear, the Daredevil fan film we did. And he's also like, he, he was the director of the second one we did. It was his vision and it was great. And the one we just did this past weekend was Kurt Sturrock, Scotty O'Shea, Hacker, uh, you know, anti-hero SOS, whatever you want to call him. Uh, I'm just going to call him SOS. It was his vision, you know? 
and we all contributed to all of them. But honestly, um, the first one, we all contributed, but I was mostly an actor in it. And, uh, you know, the second one, I was just really an actor. I would suggest the odd thing, but I wasn't doing anything like that. This past one, I'm I'm not even in the, the, the thing, but we're all, it's a collaborative effort. We're all sharing ideas. We're all spitballing, and that's such a fucking, f- oops, F-bomb, such a great experience. It's such a rewarding thing when you create something. Like, when I do a toy hunt video, when I'm doing unboxings, like, I'm not thinking about how many people are going to see it. I'm just thinking about how, just getting that creative outlet out there and the creative process of putting something together. And I feel like right now I'm juggling, but I don't feel swamped. Like, I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing video content. That's all when geeks collide. Then we're doing Sunset Crypt stuff. And believe me, we have plans. And we've only just, like, you know, just it's the tip of the iceberg, as they say right now. So much coming out. Um, I would say that the next one would be my idea. And I've been working on um, not a screenplay, but more of a treatment uh, you know, just just kind of like an outline of what I want to do, and hopefully that's what we do next. Uh, but, you know, I'm doing When Geeks Collide, stuff with Sunset Crypt, and, you know, I'm wrestling, and, you know, coming up with promos, which I haven't cut too many lately, but I'm going to be cutting promos, shows are coming up, so much, like, stuff just happening, and I'm so excited about it, to be honest with you, like, it's, it, it truly excites me, um, you know, with NSW, that creative outlet, because I love wrestling, and wrestling is my passion, and just putting together ideas, honestly, I was talking about the iPay-Per-View, I am putting everything I got into this, to me, this is, like, a, like, make-or-break scenario, and, you know, I've made jokes, like, we're the, we're the best drawing indie fed in Canada uh, <laughs> since COVID. Because we've done two shows that were, like, you know, we can only have so many people. But we had the limit that we were setting for ourselves. Uh, you know, turning people away was kind of a cool experience. And I think the shows have been pretty damn good. And I think... Most NSW shows are good to very good, and it's just we're on a smaller scale. I don't bring in big names. I, like, love using local talent. I love giving guys opportunities that they didn't get before. That has to do with the creative process, which is just very rewarding. When you put pen to paper on something, you have an idea, you write it down, and... You know, so much stuff going on just motivates me. And right now, I can honestly say, creatively, I'm the most motivated I've ever been. And I just want to keep the good times rolling. And, you know, I carry notebooks with me everywhere I go to write down, oh, I think of an idea, boom, write that down. You know, uh, stuff, stuff like that. And I'm always, you know, it's not even I'm always, like, like right now, I got this headset. It's not the best headset, but it sounds a lot better than I was recording before when I'd be driving. Now, the headset's a little better. I'm probably going to get a better quality one, actually, because I, I can crank these out every day. I can, can, I have episodes of, um, Go Figure in the can already, that are going to be dropping, it's just, I'm driving, you know, it also keeps me awake, because some mornings I'm really tired, and I don't want to doze off, so I, you know, I just do what I got to do, and by recording a podcast, it keeps me awake, that's what I've been doing, it's all the whole creative process, guys, I just have to say, stay tuned for the next Sunset Crypt production, uh, or Sunset Crypt, I don't even know, Sunset Crypt Films, 
F Parade production. I don't know. It's all the same stuff. We're coming at you. Uh, we love it. Uh, I'm having a blast doing it. Logan Savage is having a blast doing it. Scotty O'Shea is having a blast doing it. SOS. And Mello, <coughs> I think he digs it sometimes, to be honest. But, uh, you know, it's just hanging out. And uh, it's just letting the good times roll. And honestly, I think for this week, I really am going to put a pin in it right now. Because I don't think I could end on a higher note. I'm in a good mood. I've been in a good mood this whole episode. And I think I've talked for a lot longer than I've done by myself recently. So, you know what? If you are new to the podcast, thank you for listening. If you are looking for our other stuff, again, you can always go to sunsetcrypt.com where you can be linked to the podcast, any video content, uh, not just my Geek Slides, Wrestling With Myself podcast as well. Um, we do articles on the website, or you can just go to anchor.fm slash WGC Network. That's where you can find the podcast, and go figure, and from the page to the screen. Also, uh, if you go to youtube.com slash Collide, that's where you'll find video content. Go on YouTube, look up Sunset Crypt, you will find some, uh, you know, our our movie we made so far, uh, Little Lamb. And uh, stay tuned there, subscribe, because we're going to have a lot more coming out. Uh, Twitter.com, Twitter.com, Twitter at WGC Network. Uh, it's anchor.fm slash WGC Network. I don't know if I said that, but I'm saying it now. And, uh, yeah, Instagram at Collide, Facebook.com slash Collide. Guys, you type in Collide, you're going to find us. You might even find the old website that's not very active that has archived some old episodes. Uh, yeah, guys, Steve, Collide, all you crazy cats and kittens, all I got to say is... Geeks out.